Welcome to Business Steps Up, a presentation of HIALI, one of the recognized voices in Long Island business. We'll focus on cutting-edge topics important to the Bi-County region and beyond. So sit back, relax, and listen to some of Long Island's most influential business leaders here on Business Steps Up. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the HIALI Business Steps Up Live. Thank you for joining us. And listen, I... I don't have to tell everybody, we've lived it together. It's been a rough 19 months for us. We have seen such innovation and such collaboration in the Long Island business community. I am so proud of you as our members. I, I, I know I say it when I see you face to face, but many of you have repurposed and um, gotten us PPP money and gotten us personal protective equipment, and just some, done some absolutely remarkable things. Does not surprise me, we are Long Island strong, that this is one of the things that led us to begin this Business Steps Up series, actually, because we took a look at many of the things that were going on Long Island, and we said to ourselves, how do we better highlight I think we're getting some feedback on the back end. We're okay now. Great. Thank you. And we're just going to run with it. You know, it's like when you lay an egg, you know, you just you just run with it. So I'm very, very excited to have one of my favorite people on today. And I don't just say that because we're live on the air, but um, Kristen Reynolds, anybody who knows her, she is a mover and a shaker, the CEO and president of Discover Long Island. They are a force to be reckoned with. And it's because I believe the way she leads. And, you know, they're an organization that is a regional organization that has a quest of promoting and helping tourism thrive. You know, at last look, and I think it was pre-COVID, it was probably a $6.1 billion, right, impact. 6.3. On- it was 6.3 in 2019. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So a major economic engine. So welcome. Thank you so much, By the way, I'm on the board of directors too. I should say that. So thank you so much to be helping out in that area. So and we're located right here in Hop Hog, in the Hop Hog Industrial Park. Happy to be here. It's and for us, it's a really perfect jumping off spot for all of Long Island because we represent the whole region. And so I never know which direction I'm going any moment, but it's a great central location. So we love being here. Yeah, and as many of you know. We've, we've done uh, other casts on this is, you know, the park is the largest in the Northeast. So it uh, impacts, as Kristen said, all of Long Island, which is great. So interesting story, Kristen, why don't we start there of how you began here on Long Island? Give us your background. Yeah, sure. So first of all, I just want to reciprocate the um, adoration because I think you're, you're such an incredible leader and I love uh, looking up to other, you know, regional leaders, especially female leaders like you, they're so strong and that lead with, um, I think, empathy and grace. So thank you for doing that for our region. Um, so I came to Long Island, spent just over six years. It feels like, so. I don't know, it feels like yesterday, but it also feels like a lifetime. Um, and I, it was a national search for this position at the time. And uh, I, I kind of on a whim, I lived in Arizona. I've been in Arizona my entire career more than 20 years of uh, destination marketing. And uh, I knew I wanted to move up. I was a number two position. I knew I wanted that uh, CEO role and no one ever leaves those roles in Arizona. So people are literally there forever. And I knew I'd have to move. And for me, in order for me to move, move my family, it had to be something really significant, really great. Um, and for me, and I think in tourism, nothing's greater than New York. 
right? New York is the most iconic brand. I love New York. And um, I didn't know anything about Long Island, kind of threw my hat in the ring. And eight months later, next thing you know, I came for my interview and they offered me the job on the spot. And I was like, oh my God, I'm moving to Long Island. (laughs) But it's been incredible. I mean, for me as a transplant, I moved my, I moved here with my two daughters. They were in third grade and sixth grade at the time. I will have, you know, by today, they are total Long Islanders. Um, they are like, they can't imagine they, 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 they consider themselves complete New Yorkers. They love it. Um, and it's just been incredible being so close to New York city. And I think it's something that we take for granted all the time that we just get to go see the incredible decorations at the holidays and then come back to our suburban homes. That's a bucket list for most people around the world. And it's right there with the long Island railroad. We don't even have to drive, um, and the beaches and honestly, the schools, have been mind blowing for me. I thought uh, we had a great school district in Scottsdale and we did, but I didn't even know what a great school district was until I moved to Long Island and, and, and the community. I mean, look, there's challenges and, and opportunities and some of the challenges we talk about small communities and the fragmentation, and that's true, but those small communities also breed this like really charming village lifestyle. And you go to your favorite restaurant and everybody knows everybody. And I wave to the people at the bus stop and it's, it's really, it's like utopian and I, and I'm privileged to have this as my product. And I just want to thank everyone for embracing me in the community. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for coming with all your energy and all your passion. I have to say, I, I love when you talk about and tell that story because you were just so excited about it all. And, you know, I said off screen, right? Sometimes when you grow up on Long Island, like anything else, you take it for granted, right? But you just have looked at it with just a fresh set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes, which is really, I believe, what your organization is all about, right? Really getting that excited and passionate about the beaches and New York City, as you said, and being able to do what you want, when you want, all within a stone throw away, which is beautiful. So six years, I don't know how that happens. How did that happen? I know. I know. And, you, and you're right, Terry. And everybody, I, I get that a lot. It was actually a little bit surprising to me. I'll tell you when I left Arizona, I said to my board of directors, I'm going to go promote tourism on Long Island. I think I said in Long Island, because I didn't know that you're not supposed to say that yet, you know, but now I know on Long Island. Uh, that's just a total, that's how, you know, someone's totally not from here. And they yeah. said, they said, Long Island, New York. And I'm like, yeah, is it, I mean, like, no offense, but what's there. And I said, I mean, the Hamptons are there. And honestly, I didn't even really know that before I started looking into the job and they're like, that's where the Hamptons are. That's part of what you get to do. And I think that's a great example of the fact that as New Yorkers and Long Islanders that have been here forever, we just assume that everybody understands that the Hamptons are here and that we have vineyards and that the iconic Jones Beach Theater is here and Fire Island and the, the Gold Coast mansions. And we just know, we just assume that everybody knows that. And the reality is people know that they're somewhere. Right. If you if you don't know everything about California and and Utah and, and um, you know Washington State where those things are, you just don't know that. So I think we have to make sure that we remind people that these places are on Long Island, and it's really incredible because there's some there. You know, I I thought like, oh, I know that there's the Catskills and the Adirondacks and Martha's Vineyard. You know, you've heard of these places, but you don't really understand the proximity, the geography, how to have those experiences there where you would stay, how to locate them. And that's really our job is to piece it all together in a way that's really positive and inspiring 
And, um, and I love it. And, and Long Islanders will say, why'd you move here from Arizona? And I was like, what? And then I say, the, the next thing I say is, well, the beaches and the proximity right. to New York City and the schools, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's great. <laughs> you know. And as soon as you get past that first layer, Long Islanders are actually so, and, and, and the first layer is like, why would people come here? And that, but that next layer and beneath is such pride in the community that we live in. And as much as we love to complain about it, it's like your family, right? You can complain about it, um, but really it's, Long Islanders have a deep pride for this destination and protecting it and making sure that it's preserved. And I think that it goes a long way into what our destination is all about. Yeah. And you know what? It's so funny you say that, Kristen, because I, I've never seen that more than as we went through COVID in this pandemic, right? Is that, as I said before, you know, we're Long Island strong, but you never really realize how strong and collaborative people can be when they have, when, until when they have to be, and they really just rise to the occasion. And there's such, I, I agree, such pride and such. Yeah. So talk a little bit about, even before we talk about the pandemic, talk a little bit about, you've been there six years. What, what do you feel most proud of accomplishing with it within those six years? Oh my gosh. Uh, there's, we have done so much. We've completely evolved the organization. The first thing we did is we rebranded it. When I came here, um, the organization was actually called the Long Island Convention and Visitors Bureau and Sports Commission. So say that three times fast. No one knows what that is. And so we really wanted to have something that uh, was a call to action that people immediately understood. Um, but in most of the destinations, they rebrand to visit. It's my organization. Most other places is visit Syracuse, visit Dallas, visit Phoenix. And we didn't want to do that because I had had the privilege of doing a listening tour around the community and really speaking to all of the chambers and rotaries and community leaders. And I knew that Long Islanders are a huge part of our visitor industry and what, what, who we're trying to communicate with about exploring. And so we went to discover Long Island and we did that so that we're not just talking to visitors. We do want to talk to our locals and that actually, thank goodness we did that because that was critical during COVID right. that we, when, when locals became our number one visitor, um, that we were able to say, discover your Long Island. And, and it really, it was the same message to them, but it's also for business, discover Long Island for innovation and for technology, discover the talent that lives here. Um, and so we really wanted it to go beyond tourism and, and, and have it be a message. So I, I think the rebrand was critical. Um, since then, we also uh, had a new campaign that is still our current campaign, and again, when we launched this new campaign about messaging, when you're trying to figure out how to tell people in one second around the world, in the UK and in Germany, give them a, a feeling about your destination, want it to be emotional, but also wanted to address some of the problems that we're facing here, like the youth leaving and some of the perception issues. So we worked very hard. It took us about a year with a branding company and we went with uh, Belong on Long Island. It's where you belong and it's where I belong. And it's, it's really an emotional connection. It's where business belongs, you know, and, um, and that's been something that's also carried through so many aspects of what we do. And we sell merchandise now and everybody wants to buy the belong sunglasses and the t-shirts. And, and I think hopefully what the thing I'm most proud of, we've done so many marketing, we've won so many national awards and I'm proud of all of the accomplishments, but really it's, when I'm able to make that connection with Long Island natives who maybe didn't see the beauty of the place where they live 
or didn't understand how lucky we are to live here. And they feel that sense of community pride. Um, to me, that's the best thing I could ever do in my job. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows, right. We're lucky to have you seriously. I mean, I, I don't just say that we're lucky to have you in the job because, um, it takes a spirit like yours to be able, and your teams, obviously, to be able to accomplish that. So then, so then this COVID hits, and you know, we all think, wow, it's going to be two weeks, it'll be a blip in the screen, it'll be over, and we find out, no, that's definitely not the case, right? Almost so, two years later, yeah. Almost two years later. So, so talk to us about what you did, because you've done a lot as an organization, as we have. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of the business. Yeah. organizations have stepped up to the plate, but um, talk to us about what you did through that to help many of these venues and restaurants yep. who really, really suffered through it. Yeah. I mean, I think that the lucky part is, is that what I just said, we, we, I came into this role really community focused. Um, you know, I think that the thing about visitors, $6.3 billion visitor industry the reason why we promote tourism in the first place is to benefit the residents. Okay. So I understand that because when we, when these visitors come in at every year, we're talking about $760 million in local and state tax revenues that is left here in our community. And then they leave and we don't have to educate them or fill their potholes or, you know, and so it's really the visitor industry is so lucrative and it benefits the residents. And so when I, I've always approached it from a community standpoint and making sure that the community comes first because if the community's not happy, what am I doing here? Right. So we came into it that perspective and really caring about the community, the local businesses. Um, and the other thing we had done previously, which I think was a salvation for us is uh, I've always been an early adapter to technology. I love technology. I love data I love research. I'm always about anything that's new and innovative. And, and, and a lot of our vendors in my industry um, come to us as like a guinea pig because they know I'll try it. I, I'm hungry for it. What's new? And so we had already implemented a lot of great technology onto our website. For example, 360 degree videos and tours of all of our partners and businesses, um, maps that are integrated. And so, um, you know, and we had established a great social media uh, presence. And so when COVID hit and everything shut down, um, we, we were able to immediately have um, 360 degree tours for meeting planners, people that still wanted to have inspiration. They could still experience our destination virtually. And that's something a lot of people didn't have. And if you didn't have it, you weren't getting it. No one's going out to get those videos during that time. Um, we had uh, technology so we could do Facebook lives, keep people interested. We had a lot, we do everything internally here which is also pretty rare for an organization like mine. Most people um, contract out, but I have all of our graphic design and creative uh, internally. We also hired during that time a video production director to help with video because everything became so immersive on screen. Um, So yeah, we, we immediately, not immediately, but I guess like overnight we pivoted to helping first of all our businesses, like you just said, helping our industry survive with PPP, when things were closed, financial aid, legislative aid, advocacy. And then once we started to come out of it and things started to reopen in phases, we started saying, how can our locals experience Long Island safely? So we did a lot of things. We launched a brand new YouTube show called Long Island TV, where our mobile visitor center takes you out and shows you all the great things to do and see around Long Island. 
And it's great because it was really established for locals, but YouTube is global. So now we flipped the switch and we've got over a million views on that in, in just over a year. Um, we launched a new podcast called Long Island Tea because we wanted to be everywhere where people are consuming content. We want to be there. And storytelling is great. And so Long Island Tea is a play on Long Island IC, of course, but it's also where we spill the tea on uh, how to live, work, and be on Long Island. And my co-host is our COO, Sharon. She's amazing. And we do it like, I'm a transplant. She's a native. I'm a North Shore. She's a South Shore. I have older kids. She has younger kids. And uh, we're sponsored by Long Island Wine Country. So we actually drink wine every episode and explain the wines to you in case you need to know about Long Island wines. Um, And it's really fun. We talk about celebrity and what's giving you anxiety. And it's not just tourism related. So the idea is to just be entertaining. And then feed you information about our destination and give you a feeling about it that's more subliminal. Um, We also launched two TikTok channels because TikTok, as you know, blew up over the pandemic. Uh, It's the largest growing channel. So we did Discover Long Island TikTok, which is great. But we did something that no other destination did. And now they're all, you know, finding out how we did. We did Long Island TikTok. We were so early adapters that we were able to secure the Long Island TikTok name so that anyone looking for Long Island, we're controlling those messages now. And it's beautiful. We have over 6 million TikTok views on our Long Island channel in one year. Um, And so we immediately switched. We won just best social media in the country this past year by U.S. Travel Association because of all these innovative ways to do things that are out of the box for tourism and, and go beyond tourism. Um, so I definitely hope everyone follows our channels and engages with our, inter- uh, our entertainment. I call it edutainment. Um, and we just did everything we can to help our small businesses. We did one more thing, which I thought was really great. We're trying to drive foot traffic into our local downtowns um, and really help our downtown survive. So with the help of both Nassau and Suffolk IDAs, they partnered with us to start what we call the downtown travel deals. And it's a free mobile pass. Go to discoverlongisland.com slash deals. You can download it. It started with six. Now we have 12 downtowns. Tells you all the different things to do. And it gives you exclusive discounts that are touch-free and um, hopefully allows you to explore and discover Long Island and save a little money. Great. That's great. I mean, and tell tell everybody how to connect to that again, because I think that um, that's a diamond in the rough, right? That people really need to know about. Yeah, thank you, Terry. And downtowns with all these Christmas tree lighting, yes. beautiful things. I was down in Smithtown last night with the Christmas tree. I mean, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. But tell, so tell us how to sure. do it. So I can tell you, if you just go to discoverlongisland.com, on our homepage, you will see how to watch our YouTube videos, where to find our podcast, how to get the downtown deals. Um, and also you can sign up for our newsletter, which we send out every other week. It's opt-in and we give you all the events happening around Long Island. It goes nationally, it goes to 50,000 plus subscribers nationally. So if you go to discoverlongisland.com, you can find everything in that one location. And um, we did one more thing, which has gotten national praise, um, during the, the, during COVID. And that was when we uh, partnered with Dr. Michelle Reed who she was Newsday's uh, medical correspondent and a really credible source for medical information in a time when still today, things are really scary and there's a lot of questions. And it's not really our place as the tourism bureau to tell you it's safe to go out and, and whatnot. So we partnered with Dr. Michelle Reed and she's our official health and wellness ambassador. And she has been so wonderful to help guide uh, visitors and she loves Long Island. So at first it was about going out with masks and how to get out safely. 
And now we've transitioned her and she has her own uh, social channel on our channels called Fit Fridays. And she tells you how to get out in Long Island, paddle boarding, walking, hiking in our great parks. Um, sometimes it's spa, facial, you know, facials and mental health, but it's so important right now, self-care. And uh, she's really helping us get that message out too, which has been really great. That's great. You know, my question is, what do you do in your spare time? <laughs> no, so, let no. me tell you, uh, this, is, this is a standard conversation in our, in our office. They're like, Hey, um, we could join this group that could do this. And we could, we could, and I'm like, let's just do it ourselves. Let's create it ourselves. Why don't we just do so it, it makes our staff crazy. And I, and I do want to make sure people understand uh, this is a team effort and I have the most talented group of professionals here. And I feel hashtag blessed every day that they're still, especially in this work, you know, this workforce situation that we're living in, that they come to work every day. So right. Right. It takes a village, right? Absolutely. It does. And these people love Long Island and it shows in the work that we do. Yeah. Well, give yourself a little credit. I mean, that, <laughs> that energy comes from the top. So, right. So good for you. That's wonderful. So, so talk to us a little bit about where you see the importance in tourism and businesses and business and tourism back and forth, just not only in terms of the economic input and output that you talked about, but, um, our ability to really work closer together. And, and let me give you a quick example. So, you know, you and I have talked off screen about, and you mentioned it before, how difficult it is right now to create a viable talent pool for people mm -hmm. on the island, how absolutely difficult. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have 8,000 jobs, we have people, you know, it's just a very difficult thing right now. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about how tourism impacts that, how you think it impacts that. Yeah, I thank you, Terry. And I think this is a real area of opportunity that, you know, it's something I would love to explore more. And I, and I, I always dabble in it, but then I get pulled back into all the things that we're doing. But, you know, the interesting thing about tourism, and we call it tourism, but really, we are the brand for Long Island. Right. So we're initially we're speaking to visitors, but now we're speaking to locals. But really, we're the only entity that is out there creating a positive brand for the brand of Long Island. And if we're not doing it, people are still going to have their perceptions, but it's going to be based on maybe a television show that they watched or a funny meme that they saw or, or sometimes it's something they saw in the news and it could be really negative. So if we're not out there branding Long Island and, and it goes when, and when we're out there, because everyone's people too, ta you know, whether you want to work at a bank or you're a meeting planner or you're a corporate executive, you're still a person. So you're still on social media. You're still flipping through magazines. You're still doing all the things that we do as people. And when you're seeing positive things about a destination, you start to think, wow, that's cool. It, it's subliminal, right? So just the reason, same reason you buy Coke over Pepsi or a certain car, or you want to go on a vacation somewhere, it's because you're, you're being fed information and you have a certain perception about that. And that's, you know, it's, we're called branding. So it goes beyond visitation and tourism and it does impact business. Having a positive brand, you know, most people that move their businesses someplace, it starts with a visit. Right. They're never going to, you're never going to move your business someplace you haven't been to. Uh, it's usually they come here and they're like, oh, this is nice. I went on vacation. I want to be here more, whatever it is. It starts that way. And and if we're, you know, it's so important. We had a, a we partnered with a lot of the ID, all the IDAs on Long Island uh, last year to establish the Economic Development Collective to do marketing. Believe it or not, Long Island, 
I mean, New York, I love New York does marketing. New York does marketing for the state, but Long Island as a region has never done proactive marketing to lure businesses here. Right. We focus mostly on retention. Um, and so I've seen this, there's, there's a lot of other destinations that have, you know, really tapped into this. Well, Tulsa was one, nobody wanted to move their business to Tulsa because everyone pictured Tulsa as like tumbleweeds. And so their corporations really stepped up and said, we want to be part of the brand because we understand it brings talent. It brings opportunity um, much beyond tourism. And so they invest in the, in the CVB there, which is like us, the destination marketing organization. And I would love to see that here where, and, and, you know, and, and I, every time I talk to corporate leaders, they're for it. It's just, for me, it's kind of that one extra step of educating and figuring out a good way that they can feel like they can be part of what we're doing. So if you're listening and you want to be part of what we're doing, please call me. <laughs> um, because it is important for us as a community to make sure that Long Island is positively perceived. We're in the mix because if you're at these trade shows and you're a site selector and every other destination is there, flip Take a time next time, flip through area development magazine and site selector magazine and look at all of the other destinations that are luring people and marketing and saying, hey, we're we're here and we're excited to have you. If we're not there, we're out of sight. Right. So it's really important, not just tourism marketing, but when we create a positive brand that emanates through everything that education, the colleges, do kids want to work here? Um, Brookhaven National Labs recently started using our Belong on Long Island video because they loved it so much. And they said, we have trouble luring the top scientists here because they don't think they want to live here. They don't have a perception of it. Um, And so it does really matter if you have the materials, the videos, the things to show people and get people excited about it. And that ripples through. Yeah. And you know, um, you know, I felt this way and we've talked about it for, for a long time, right? Because when you look at this innovation park, I mean, look, there are governors from other states that have physically walked into the park to lure people to their areas. And that's a thing that for us on Long Island, you're right, is severely lacking is the ability to have almost for lack of a better term, and it's not a sexy term, a welcoming, some sort of a welcoming committee, some sort of a group of people that will say, wow, come to us. Yes. And be a lot. Yeah. And, and, and Terry, you did something when we, I remember when we first met and it was, a, we were rebranding and you were rebranding and we were completely aligned in the fact that it needed to be the Long Island Innovation Park right. because you have to have that Long Island brand. And, and I think, so all the IDAs do a terrific job. They're amazing at what they do. But if you're a transplant like me, or if you're a business from another area, you, you, there are a lot of Suffolk's, you know, Boston's in Suffolk County, there's Suffolk, Virginia, there's a lot of places. And Nassau, most people think the Bahamas. So, uh, and then you've got Brookhaven and Islip and, 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 and people don't know these brands. So we did a perception study of the Long Island brand to, and, and with business executives. And it showed Long Island is one of the strongest name recognition brands for destinations in the country but people just don't know anything else about it. So coming together and making sure that you're talking to people as Long Island, as a region, um, and not trying to have your fiefdom. And I know that that's hard, but then everybody wins because once you get all the eyeballs on Long Island, then it all filters through. And then we can all, there's plenty to go around for everyone. Well, listen, I'm going to make a commitment because I think seriously, publicly, I think we could start by creating some sort of template here in the park and say to a few of those business owners, do you want to get involved in this and see how to create it step by step? And I understand we're all doing different things, but 
Um, it's well needed. It's absolutely well needed. Thank so you. And I, I, I brag about the park all the time, Terry. I have to tell you, I have friends all over in the economic development. And they're like, um, what, what is there? Cause I said, we're doing economic development marketing and they're like, Oh, what's there. I'm like, um, second largest industrial park in the country. Uh, also Estee Lauder, Canon, uh, Nobel laureate prize winner, everybody. And when you say that people go, wow, right. I had no idea. It's amazing what we have here. I mean, it really, I am blown away by the talent in this park and what is manufactured and created here every day. Every time I learn about it, I'm like, it's incredible. Yeah. And I will tell you our, our next initiative in 2022 will be to create a Long Island Innovation Park, for lack of a better term right now, database, Mm -hmm. which will uh, help people understand the magnificence in this park. So we'll get you involved. Definitely. So 2022, tell us about your strategic plans and where you take this beautiful thing um, because you've done so much from an innovative standpoint. What else is there? What else, where do you see the, it taking off? Thank you. Um, yeah, so much of it is, it's very difficult with even what's going on today. You know, we don't even know, people are having holiday parties right now. Am I gonna have a holiday party next week? So it's still really challenging. I will say leisure tourism, what we know about 2022, leisure tourism, which is people taking their vacations and personal vacations. It's actually, there's so much pent up demand, it's terrific. It might be record breaking, but business travel still is slowly to come back because a lot of people are still coming back to their offices. So that budget for business travel is still slowly coming. So that's still lagging. And that's really important for us because that's our midweek, right? That's our Monday through Thursday. And that's a critical need time for us. And then international travel, you know, international travel accounts for about 20% of the travel, but it's actually about 50% of the spend because when they go internationally, they stay twice as long. It's usually two weeks. You know, and so they're spending so much more and they're really immersing themselves more in the community. Um, so it's a really critical part. And we're, we're working hard to monitor that and find out every way to lure it back. The challenge is right now, so is every other destination in the United States is trying to figure out how to get that customer back. So it's very competitive. Um, but to answer your question, 2022, um, we're really digging into the storytelling concept, video storytelling, getting into the people of the place that we live, really highlighting the diversity and, and the, you know, EDI, diversity, equity, inclusion is a big part of our strategy and making sure we're showcasing the depth and breadth of our organization and our industry and our, and our community, because I think people have, again, maybe a perception, but they don't realize the incredible melting pot that we are here. And, you know, we're all immigrants, right? And it's amazing. Um, so we're looking to tell those stories of those individual business people and really connect the heart of the community to the brand of Long Island. Also, we're going to our very first long haul market. Um, believe it or not, we've only ever marketed to the tri-state area because we don't have it. We don't, we're not funded appropriately. So we're for the first time, if we could, we'd probably go to California. It's all based on data, people right. that fly here, household income, all those things. But California is too expensive. Media market is too difficult. Next best thing, Phoenix, Scottsdale. Uh, if you think half of California has moved there in the past year, ha- household income, it's a desert, the opposite seasons. So we're going to go in there in uh, February and March, their peak seasons. And funny enough, Gurney's just bought a resort and oh. they have their first Gurney's in Scottsdale. So we're working closely with them to connect those brands. Yeah. Perfect timing. And, um, we look to bring a whole new audience here that's going to come from further away and stay longer, 
spending more money and that hopefully generates all the tax revenue and resources that we benefit as residents. Yeah, that's great. And you know what? I, I think that again, Kristen is the value to what you do. So I'll, I'll end where we started, which is um, your ability to just absorb all these statistics and really understand what's going on, not only now, but what needs to happen in the future, just in terms of what those numbers are telling you. Um, and then take it and do something with it is marvelous. It's really marvelous. I, I um, so excited. I can't believe it's past two thirty already. But I know that, that was so fast. I'm like, well, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. So um, let's remind everybody again to log on to your website. Some I have to say, I was just on the website looking up tree lightings because I was taking. I was, I'm going to take the kids to the tree lighting. There is so much information on this website. You guys really have to log in and it's where all these innovative things that Kristen talked about, um, you can find them right there. So give them the website again. It's discoverlongisland.com. And uh, we put out blogs every week. We'll tell you igloos, whatever you're looking for, we're here to tell you. And if you have any questions, you can also reach us and just send us an email if there's anything that you can't find on the site and we'll answer you directly. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you so much, Terry. And thanks to all of your members that are, I've been with you the whole time that they've been innovating and I'm proud to be part of this community. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. Stay safe. Business Steps Up is a production of HIALI, one of the recognized voices for business on Long Island and a powerful voice and economic engine for regional development. Check back for more interesting, thought-provoking episodes with some of Long Island's most influential business leaders. For more information, call us at 631-543-5355 or log on to hia-li.org.